0: AGM coming in, and we're back. Three drops of soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if
1: you understand the meaning. White boyed up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot.
0: Rugby league, group showers, while drinking for And we're bringing this bullshit. Any given Monday. I
1: said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday.
2: Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday.
0: Make everyone get everyone a bit doughy. Just because the return doesn't mean we can't retouch back on the old topics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're on. We're here. Going. Bloody hell. It's been a hot minute. Did though. you, yeah, remember how to fucking get here, Dana? No, I didn't know how to get the maps up just to find your place. I actually just followed uh, Carl's beamer here. He's coming over, he comes here every Sunday at this time, just hoping he'll get the, <laughs> just sits in he'll the, get the nod. He sits in the fucking garden, just <laughs> stroking it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, every week we don't show up and he just gets disappointed, but... um we're back here. You we want some... I've got
2: backyarders in there. I'm actually off the PC. Yeah. Charlie, what are you pre-season mode to? Yeah, I mean, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Mo's on the move, baby. I'm, I'm moving.
0: <laughs> well, we had our first training, did we? It's well, a brisy introduction. Charlie is here. Oh, yeah. Charlie, just sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody. He's just, just, just become the regular that really just brushes over. Um, yeah, I've just uh, pre-season started. We had a bit of a... It wasn't anything fucking spectacular. We had a couple of blokes down play a game of touch, so... You really know you're um, you're committed to a premiership when you play in touch with the boys in early November. So next year looks like it's going to be a good one.
2: Well, the the um real comp- like the competitions like Q Cup and stuff all started last week, didn't
0: they? Yeah. Well, that's why we're there because we're pretty much that standard <laughs> as well. Yeah. You want to be the best. You got to train like yeah, the best. That's like right. So we did fifteen minutes of touch, everyone died and then we drank a few beers. <laughs> that was pretty much what we did. Yeah, it was about fifteen and then it was a break, then it was about ten. Yeah, max. The second half was max ten minutes, but yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, some good quality touch happening, you know. Some some of the old boys still moving all right.
1: We were dusting them up. That's why oh, he's we still. Did he was fine. Well, we needed a break. We were dusting <laughs> them. Yeah. And then
0: we only went 10 minutes because they're like, stop the fight. This <laughs> yeah. dog's out. Well, stop. They're yeah. already dead.
2: You, you can't just get on the board and start, had to start playing touch with just fucking, like you're dumping and splitting in touch. And then you, you you were able to get caught at hooker and stuff like I'll that. I'll
0: tell you what, winning is winning. And I just kept Inter-amal. touching you on the <laughs> cock. Yeah. <and> that was <laughs> fucking one of the weirdest things. I had to keep, keep changing sides of the field because there was a sex pest out there trying to fiddle me. <laughs> Bloody Nora <laughs> is um <laughs> is uh Sanford gutted man, pretty much gutted. eh? I think um your dad Chrissy Ives is out there st- stressing, pulling whatever hairs left out, trying to um sum together some sort of a team to um maybe compete again next year in the in, the, in his comp. But yeah, there's going to be uh because they're not getting Jolly
2: back either. Huh?
0: Nah, Joel's coming to Mitchie as well. <laughs> Kids coming back. I'm not sure. The only one they might keep is Mason. I don't know. If, oh, yeah. I don't know if Mason's coming back. He did win their massive award, at like the Alan Cash Award, whatever it is, like the big dog. So I think it's kind of like let's butter this kid up because we could get ten years of quality Mason, fullback. Mason work would yet. be handy to get back though. Oh, wouldn't he? What? I might have to give him a call. Sorry, Ozzy. Ozzy, we we'll get him back. <laughs> Quite, oh, quietly confident, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even young Rowan, he's going to try his talents over in the 20s at Brighton, so he'll be gone. It's another loss for
2: him. Is Mason trying to do anything like any other comp before he falls back there? I don't know. I don't know. I actually haven't spoken to him. Fucking I just should. heard this through the grapevine, you know.
0: But uh, he should he's be. He's only
1: 19, isn't he? Yeah. He'd yeah. be crazy not to give 20s. A he drag? should
0: be going play. Go and have a run at 20s, for, for sure. Like, last year he was the best player on our team most times we played and he was an eighteen year old kid playing opens. And he carved up most of the time. And even the season before playing eighteens, he was the best player on the field every week, like playing with his own age group. There's not many times I've seen him play. Where he hasn't been up there in in the quality of players in the field, so he should at least go to
2: twenties. When you say twenties, are you guys talking Colts or twenties? Just even Like, even
0: just BRL 20s and not... Yeah, because there's Colts now. There's Colts, eh, and 20s. Yeah, Colts is 21s these days because of that COVID year backlogged a heap of kids, so...
2: Even with Mason, I'd say go for Colts and then fall back
0: to 20s. You love your footy. Just fucking go for it and then fall back into 20s. But just even playing 20s, like, it's not even, like, a, a step up for him. That's where he should be playing anyway. So I feel like maybe just even if he doesn't want to play at West, just find somewhere, fit in 20 spot, and if you don't like it, then, then you just, what what harm does it do, you know, and and even if you do make it and, you, and you're and you on the fringe, you can still dual register with Sanford or with Michi and, and drop back, so, but it's each players is to their own, you know, a lot of players have, well, I'm sure, read, you know, 100 blokes who have just played opens who probably could have been playing something else, and same as every year, you see kids and blokes just go down because they love it and... And not too
2: stressed about going places with it, but also with your kids, it's all, it's hard because sometimes you see them, they'll get dropped out of one side, think that's it, yeah, then yeah, they yeah. just end up playing fucking
0: opens, yeah, and then you end up seeing those blokes who play opens for 15 years, who are guns, yeah. should have been, should have just at least had a couple of seasons playing something else, going somewhere, playing some A grade or something, but they just end up sticking it out in opens. There's a lot of blokes who played a lot of Q couple and run around the opens comps in Brisbane and that.
2: Yes. Yeah, but they, it, it's that the year, the age you get into Opens now, like, I feel like you've been playing Opens for 30 years already. Yeah,
0: yeah. my body feels like it too, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, not even 25 yet, so. Yeah.
2: And then, Charlie, you've been playing Opens for a few years now, yeah?
0: Yeah, I've got three under my belt now. Yeah. Yeah. We need to win a comp so we can all retire, eh? We're going to, we'll going. have the best coaching squad going around. <laughs> so, what, yeah, so what who's coach? coach? Fat? Oh, well, that's not actually confirmed yet. There's no, but the rumor
2: mill is saying what?
0: Rumor mill. The rumor that I'm starting is fat as a coach. Because if you to smoke this fire and who's and assistant just put him on the spot, I think Tiddy's going to help out with the managerial sort of side of things and being like an open sort of president, the president of the seniors. Oh yeah. I think that's what the plan is. It just seemed that way to me. Don't have any confirmation on that. That could be fucking wind out of a duck's ass. <laughs> But if I keep manifesting these thoughts they might come true. So I heard Maxie wink, wink, Gill once Maxie Gill will be nod too. He'll be um he'll be involved at, in some uh in some aspect I'd imagine. All he does is make you run. Yeah, well fuck him then. We don't want him yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could
2: he coach when no one respects him? No, <laughs> <laughs> Those Shout who can't do teach, lad. <laughs> yeah. We
0: told you this. That's why. That's why me and Kid coach. No, nah, no, nah, Maxi would be good. Yeah, no, nah, I think him actually will be involved in some way, shape, or form, and I'm sure Fats will do his due, dil- due diligence around the club to put in whatever needs to be put in to make sure we have a successful year. Because I think we're going to play ones and twos this year instead of ones and threes for the first time in fucking ever. So yeah. it's a pretty big achievement to have. Teams that are the two highest open divisions. like yeah, not we'll, many clubs have that. We'll pull up a heap of um, that'll pull up a, like the talent pool in the whole club because a lot of the time people don't realize you sort of play to the to the, what you what you're playing. You know, like you sort of if you go out and play a game of reserve grade tomorrow, all three of us go out there and handle ourselves. Or if we go out and play one, we're going to handle ourselves. we we'll go out and play
2: threes. Oh yeah, you should see me and Charlie play threes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just
0: I like, couldn't even <laughs> put the ball in your chest. <laughs> I know you just like you slowly. You either drop or gain to go where you're at, so if you're going if you're going to do a ones and twos, bring a whole heap of blokes up, mix a few more blokes in you'll just progressively even in the first year, our twos team might go fucking average might not make the finals, but if you do that one year second year third year by the by year three, even the blokes that were always going to play threes the whole time they now have two years of playing div two under their belt, and it's not like we're going to fucking shoot for the stars we're talking about grown men playing opens football coming from Division 3 to Division 2. It's not like we're trying to make NRL players, but it's just slow progression, and it's not it's not about people trying to be the best footballers they can be. It's just having the most fun, and then the club gets the benefits of it with having the two highest teams. You get bigger crowds to a twos game than a, one, than a threes game. You get more kids interested in it. You get juniors coming through, so it's just sort of... The systematic approach to yeah, bettering the whole. When club you're playing away
2: games and shit, you're usually playing back to back. You're not the fucking uh, eleven a.m. Yeah, game in the two and eleven
0: and the three. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck.
1: It's also so, good with um, like bringing back the twenties boys and stuff. Yeah, it's those twenties ha- exactly. lads. If, you know, if they've got a squad of twenty five and they're dropping six back, yeah, so they can't go into ones. They don't have to go play threes. They, yeah, you know, exactly. So and that's
0: and, the whole point of having that systematic setup between from all the way from it from the eighteens all the way through to BRL, that that feedback that comes from Cup even, Norse Cup drops home to West, they're going to end up at Mitchy, some blokes, and then some blokes will end up dropping from ones to instead of threes, they're going to twos. So we've got sort of a next step up there. And then the kids that are coming from 18s get the chance to go straight into twos instead of going down to threes or or even have a crack at ones. So.
1: Which is better for development as better well. Better for
0: development for everyone and the club especially. So like you get a good two squad you get a good ones and a good twos then if we start pulling numbers we can even fucking like not many clubs can do it but expand to three sides yeah. but that's obviously a fair way down the track we sort of we manage two teams every year but it's funny cuz we a seem big to
2: commitment. be killing it compared to Arana Oh, it you know, of, like, no, we're, no one like, likes around, That's why. And it'll, even with our juniors and shit. Well, I'd, Arana
1: just—what hey, a fall from grace! Yeah, Arana <laughs> used, to guys. Oh, man, used to be I huge. be huge. I played there in under sevens, and we had like four teams in my under sevens. Yeah, yeah. I had
2: to go there in juniors in 16, 17s, because we didn't, we yeah. couldn't have a height like a team in A's and B's and shit. Yeah. We, um,
0: Mitch, you're doing all the right things to combat the big clubs like that. I'm pretty sure. Fees at Mitchie For under 6's 7's and 8's Are free Oh really I'm pretty sure They brought in a couple That's why we have So many little kids Running around Uh, I'm pretty sure It's free to play 6's, 7's and 8's And then You get discounts If you pay early In your 9's 10's, 11's Discounts are paying before a certain date or if you sign two kids up, your second kid's half price or something. Yeah. So Mitchie are doing all those sort of things to keep these, get these young kids in and then I think it's after you've played three seasons you get like a half price on your fourth season, shit like that. So that's why we've got a fucking wealth of juniors at the moment. We've got shit loads of teams, shit loads of players and they're all coming up. So now instead of having, what Mitchie used to have, was he'd have a fair few juniors, like a, an average amount and then you get to your 11s 12s and then you would start getting you'd miss 13s have a 14s miss 15s have a 17s and miss 18s you know whereas now we've pretty much fielded multiple sides in all the grades up to 10s and 11s and then from that onwards we've got at least one side in in some of the others as well so it's going the right way to look for Mitchy producing more than one side in just about all junior grades which just means there's so many more players coming through. That's why bringing your opens into your twos comp is going to be a whole lot more important. Because then there's places for these kids to go, and they can see, like the everything above them growing as well as everything below them growing. it's just that whole system improves together.
2: Which that, is, yeah, that um, that twos comp is a bit of a weird one though, eh? Because 100%. it's like teams that are definitely loading up, hundred percent, and is. then just a reserve um. Area, You know, yeah. like where teams will load up in threes, but not a lot of people like just doing it in nah. threes. They'd rather do it in twos.
0: Yeah, well, and, the con we played this year was just, there was a few teams that were completely loaded up. I was talking to a bloke who plays at Morton Bay, and they went through undefeated until the uh, until the grand final this year. And they were just talking about, because like, I was talking, I was like, you guys will definitely get bumped up to ones next year. Like you haven't lost a game and you haven't looked like it. They've been winning by 30 plus weekly. He goes, yeah. If they do that, Did they win. the comp No, they got beat by who? Burpengary uh, mm. mm.
1: team came from fifth.
0: Yeah, came from fifth. Mm. But they said, yeah, if they say um, D Bay's going to move up, we're just all going to go pay for Nangbar.
1: But I, I think that <laughs> um, <laughs> that Moreton Bay team, man, I'm pretty sure half of them used to play for Banyo. Yeah. Then they went to somewhere else. Then yeah. they're they got
0: D-Bay. they got no interest in going up. Yeah. They just love playing together, playing twos. Yeah. So and they'll always keep like if the league makes them go up, they'll. Narangba's fucking ten minutes down the road from d Bay They'll just all go down there and play there instead. Is there any of that Albany creek side in there
2: at no,
0: nah, I don't think so. I never got to play him this year i was uh, i did my calf early in the year and then i went to went out to went to the desert you know and <laughs> <laughs> <Went in> then <laughs> went to the desert we call it We're like people like me go off and we go to the desert. It's not cool to
2: think but and then where since... Fucking never coming to the podcast, where have you been working? So you went up north, did you, and then south?
0: No, I went... I've been working in Melbourne the whole time. Yeah. But I went up north because I was supposed to play for Italy again. Same as I did last year against Samoa. Oh, yeah. But then the Samoan team forfeited a week out.
1: Why aren't you over in England? (sighs) Yeah, bro, get the call out for
0: that one. (laughs) Nah, trust me, I don't want that smoke, eh? (laughs) Nah, I'm... I've just... There's no way I'd ever be fit enough or fucking enough at the what moment, do they
2: call like, this Italy side like an Italy residence or something? Like our one yeah. is um
0: Queensland, Queensland Italy. Italy. Oh okay. So it's just yeah, it's the our fucking section of Australia's yeah. Italy. So um there might be like I might have ambitions to try and at least get a test match. In the next couple of years because there's obviously yeah, gonna you, get,
2: be... you get one of those friendlies man yeah. like uh yeah just but, the one-offs and stuff yeah
0: there's going to start to be a lot of like one-offs and a lot of um qualifying games for the next world cup yeah pretty much start next year you know so joel's pretty keen on doing it as well dom's dom's already played a few tests so dom will fucking be interested And our mate Maddie banano from townsville he's played a heap he's a queensland captain and, um, yeah, he's played a heap of test matches. He was 30, uh, 25th man or something for the squad that went, went over. Yeah, Surely so, Dom would have been close to making that. No, nah, Dom played a couple of couple of qualifying games, but they've got a few good young front rowers and stuff. So um, Matty Bonanno and he's a front rower as well, and him and Dom were there as well. And Matt almost got a shot, but uh, they picked the younger fella. It was Maddie's 33 or something like that. So they picked a 21-year-old young
2: fellow to go over there and are learn they, a bit. Are they going to do a quick turnaround for this next one? Cause yeah, it's going to be three years, years yeah.
0: yeah, instead of four. So that's a, that was one of the things I was looking forward to um, maybe in the next couple of years if I can get my body in shape. So I'm on a bit of a health kick at
2: the moment, trying to sort myself out. It's hard when you're away working, eh? Well, I think it's easier. Oh, really? I find it a lot easier because... Oh, I thought you might have been off it because you've been drinking while you've been away working.
0: No, I did do a a little bit of drinking while I was away, but we do... I was doing nights and 10-hour nights so that when you wake up the next day, you sort of got a couple of hours before you start again. You can go to the gym, you can do your groceries, you can... um, You're not eating fucking fast food and shit because you've got time to cook... And then you go do your ten hour night, and you go and you get your ten hours sleep because you're so wrecked when you get home. Yeah. So you're getting ten hours of sleep every day. You exercise and you're eating well. Yeah. And I found it like so much easier. Like obviously we still went out on the weekends and had a few drinks and that, but now that I'm back, I've sort of tried to keep that same routine going, where I'm just trying to go to the gym as much as possible, eat a bit better. But here, I'm just going to try and cut the alcohol a little bit. Because the alcohol for me leads to gambling and leads to <laughs> vaping. And, and I'm
2: and probably cheating, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm did, did you say bad, it leads to vaping. Yeah. I'm pretty bad on the vape and pretty bad on the
2: gamble. If, if you I, went if on I the I vape, would I'm, it just lead to cigarettes, do you reckon? Like if it wasn't... No, nah,
0: I don't think no. I'm... I think I'm past the cigarettes now. But like when i like i don't vape at all if i'm not drinking like i've never done it if mm. i'm not drinking but as soon as i start having a few drinks i go oh you, you reckon, reckon, it's, just, you reckon it's just get a, to get, get that a a bit
2: more of that buzz going i think i think it is a little yeah. bit
0: more of a buzz and a bit more like i feel like i'm fucking doing social smoking and a bit of an atmosphere thing yeah. just like yeah yes yeah. so without the drink the, the vape stops and i think the vape's not doing me any favors because My breathing gets... Like, I've started snoring more than ever and stuff like that after vaping a lot more. And my heart rate gets a lot higher doing simpler tasks. Like, when I walk on the... I go on the the revolving stairmaster at the gym, my (laughs) resting heart rate is so much higher than anyone else I'm with. Oh, yeah. Like, my heart rate, the whole time we're doing the exact same exercise, my heart rate would be 15, 20 beats per minute higher. Just, like, I'm struggling. Like And I'm not completely out of shape. Like, I've got some sort of base level of fitness. I think it's just not helping. So, getting that, cutting out the drink will cut that out, and also the gambling's a big one because I fucking gamble a lot and I lose a lot.
2: What What gym are you going to?
0: anytime at Capella or no, nah, it's Stafford. Oh, okay.
2: And what gym are you going to, Charlie? That active life at Everton Hills. Oh the that you uh, the one on uh, Chinook Street. Yeah, Chinook yeah, Street, yeah, yeah in the corner there. See that was it's a, a fucking good gym. Yeah, well, like is. It, yeah, but it, like you know they should have kept the squash courts and shit. <laughs> yeah, well they got rid of have you
1: seen what they've done now? Well no. Nah. So they had one squash court there, they recently ripped that out and they've made like that whole half of the gym like, like
2: functional like a, area. Like a functional yeah, like CrossFit I've seen style that area. Yeah, before they got rid of that the second squash court. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where's this? Um,
1: it's on so it's on like you know, Roadie road roundabout. Yeah, so you go left onto is it South Pine Road? Yeah, it's the first left onto Chinook Street. It's like just on the corner. There's a little shopping center. Oh, it's awesome like before it's you
2: go down to Steve Jones and shit, like oh, down yeah, the hill. Yeah. It's oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got
1: a it's got a pool sauna. Um, they've got like a hot room where like they do like yoga and stuff for yeah uh, all the people who do the classes. Um. A big It's probably like It's just a good minutes. Yeah it's, it's a,
2: a good a old school gym, gym. We Like yeah. having all that The a pool A fucking sauna still Yeah um, that's sweet it's a That is
0: life. That is sweet Having the pool And the sauna And that there Would really yeah. I like going there um, Anytime I first signed up there When I broke my thumb In 2020 And I like going there Because it was close to home I could walk down there And it wasn't at the time it was a bit more packed, but now they open that world gym like next door. Yeah, have you so, guys been
2: to a world gym? No, nah, I haven't. I see
0: yeah, too yeah.
2: much fucking influencer shit from them. Yeah, and
0: I don't want st- to I I don't want to walk into a gym, have to fucking watch where I'm standing and have a piss I'm afraid of standing on needles and hearing yeah. the big brasses going <laughs> 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 is, that, <laughs> is that what the <clears> break of it is? I feel just, like if I went there I'd get fucking bashed no, It's just, <laughs> like a, just it's literally a cesspit pit. It's full of the chicks that want to post that they go to the gym. They're the, they're the girls that go there And the guys that go there Are the ones Who either want to be a brass Are a brass Or think they're going to pick up The chicks that are going to the gym Yeah It's literally the f- Like the five people that go there I feel like Avoid you'd have to be You'd like have to be Repping a
2: stringer Yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: Full fucking V'd in Fucking similar And you got to They have like Photo rooms You go in Oh and pose
2: they, Like po- practice posing Yeah practice pose rooms Oh really So that you yeah, go in there in. And it's a
0: blacked out room With the lights coming down From the top So you look Fucking greased out and chiseled and that. Fuck no! Like, I need to get into one of them <laughs> just to boost my <laughs> self-esteem. There's no way I'd be caught dead taking a photo in there, but <laughs> hey, like, even no if chance. I did, even if I did look prime, just like, I'm not going in there.
2: There's no, I, I don't think I could do it. No, nah, you'd have to, you'd have to, have to be pretty vain, man.
0: I've never, I've never been a big selfie guy anyway, like, you really just. It can't my, be when you've got a head for radio. Exactly right, and like, especially when you've got a rig for radio as well. Like, <laughs> and, like, even just turning, like, just taking a f- selfie on your phone isn't so bad, but you go and you do a mirror selfie and you stand there and you're like, See, I kind of, and your veins are popping out. And you're, <laughs> and lights coming down, you're just like, Man, I look sick. You're posing like you fucking ziz or some shit. <laughs> nah, docs. Um, I got those vibes a tiny bit from any, any time at Capera. That used to be my gym when I lived on Sanford Road, and it wasn't too bad. But the one I go to now is so good because the world's open, so there's mm. no one in any time. Yeah. So me and Joel go down there and there you can always get a machine. There's no there's not a big crowd, there's not a there's not a big like fucking group of cunts going you on know, brussing out trying to fucking big dick the whole gym. There's like a couple of blokes like There's a couple of blokes are going and just trying and big dick everyone and throw the big weights around and drop them on the ground and then look around and make sure everyone saw them pick up the big dog weight and all this.
1: that's what i uh that's what i really enjoy about active life it's <laughs> predominantly like you're just your average joe's like myself yeah, yeah. and you go in there's fucking like there's five squat racks so you're never waiting for a machine like yeah. it's just fucking just flows yeah. easy there's no one in there being a fucking up himself yeah. it's good
2: yeah my mate shrine uh, chris ryan he goes there and um he was just filthy at the, about the squash court, oh, yeah, but yeah. But other than that, it's fucking like, yeah. He, he. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. He's been there for years, yeah. and he's kept like the same whatever you pay at this when he first yeah, went. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That is good. Cause but then the, the gym that w- used to be the shit was clever aren't right? like I was. I went there for that a bit was. As cool. well. <laughs> that was good. I only
0: I only went there for, with West because West fucking trained there as well. Yeah, but we used to go there twice a week with West, and twice a week I'd go there and be like, "This is a sick gym." Mm. Dude's old school as he just. Like, like, old-school weights, yeah, it was good.
1: I did like that gym.
2: Yeah, and then you know um, Karen at the front of uh, Active Life? Is that uh, Karen, the g- oh, lady that works at that gym that no you're at idea. now? I oh, don't like think I've d- ever said hi to anyone. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Karen, she's do. like, she would probably be <laughs> 60 now with a big set of bolt-ons, but she used to be the oh, chick okay. behind the counter at Cloverana.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, I do know the yeah. one you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, did used
2: <laughs> to see her at Clubberana, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. It runs. What are bolt-ons, some, a bolt on, Freddy? Just some fake point? tits. Oh, well, that's good. Just some just, fat fake tits. I just wanted to clarify because mm. I didn't know if um the users or the <laughs> listeners knew what they were. I knew what they were. I just wanted to hear you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're repping some at the moment, bro. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> <laughs> problem is they're not fake and they're not bolt. I can't just bolt them off. That's the problem. Stop looking at my rear. Yeah, am yeah, Getting horny. I challenge. want a titty fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring me a lube. I need a lube. But no, yes, we got did get sidetracked. I've been down in Melbourne working. That's why we haven't. That's to the people. That's why we haven't really been podcasting. Um, we are going to look to do a couple of days where we sit down and accumulate a few pods in the bank so we can put them out over time, which obviously... Especially in
2: the off-season where we can just yeah, talk about they, topics and shit. They won't
0: and, be so much time-specific and chronological as such, but they will be You know what we do, and then um, whenever there's like uh, an event or something we want to talk about, we can just jump on our on our online software and and record a video and and um, or even just record the audio and put out a live one or a or a near new sort of um, sort of <laughs> take then on it. And just
2: get some podcast going where it's just me and Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still
1: still suffering from P- PTSD from that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, we could do a Riverside Where it was me and Charlie Sitting here And you are on Riverside Yeah that'd, that'd work yeah. It wouldn't really be any different Like, I'm just locking Charlie in <laughs> <way. Yeah. laughs> Everybody's like help Help me <laughs> <laughs> I, I can help I can help yeah. I told Keenan actually Picked up my call this week. Oh no, he rang me back. He was probably
0: in a hurt locker. i seen he was at the races drinking pretty hard on Tuesday. So oh, was he? He's probably um, getting all sappy. You know, he gets sappy after you drink. Mm. He
2: on Tuesday? What was the race day on Tuesday?
0: Melbourne Cup. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, I mean, how did you boys go? Have a bigger the, winner? Yeah, I got the winner. Oh, did ya? Yeah, three years in a row I've got him. So. <laughs> Except yeah. I gambled it all quickly yeah, nice. I was drunk <laughs> <laughs>
2: and what off the um, before the race was he like third favourite or no? Nah, he was paying. no nah, 21s yeah uh, paying 21s yeah
0: that was that jump I got him at 19 19 to 1 or something like that yeah I was on that night's order shot to the lead way too early yeah there was a it was a hell of a race and yeah. um, it's good to see something that's not fucking favourited and not trained by massive name trainers winning it so um,
1: Mark Zara got a win I think Is that his first Melbourne Cup I think it was I Which is so. good So good to see him Get
0: one Yeah where well, had you go for it Did you have a punt
2: Nah I don't I didn't, I didn't even know It was on I didn't man. even know it was, yeah. I didn't even I Watch like it like the
0: biggest Race in the world eh? Yeah it's Well I just
2: anyway. It's like I've never Been into bet uh, Betting on Horses and shit Yeah I'm so. not the Biggest
0: fan of it I usually bet on Things that are heaps less important Like pokies and shit You know mm. Shit that can be rigged And mathematically Give me no chance at all <laughs> I still do it <laughs> <laughs> It's mathematically impossible For me to get rich And I still man. like Oh man I reckon I've got a winner today
2: My streak at the moment Is fucking Like for betting on UFC And stuff might, If you look at my sports bet, it's Just read out A read out All the way yeah. down Like loss
1: Loss 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 Fuck I've had a good few weeks hey. Yeah, Had a really good few weeks The Cox Plate uh, Picked up the trifecta there um, Ooh, that's lovely Me and the boys went down to the pub that day We had a bit of lunch I Picked four winners in a row They went fuck off Went home Was Just doing me um, some daily chores And ended up picking like 11 of 14 winners that day I've just God. been on a roll since So Melbourne Cup day didn't have the greatest But saved myself late in the day With a nice $15 horse and oh. Yeah I know I've, I've had a good little run so <laughs> well. even, even yesterday shout out to Huey Bowman Rose Hill thank you very much My favourite jockey I love you <laughs>
2: Oh man, you guys are balls deep in the race, you know.
0: Not me, I'm only nah. fucking deep enough that I can win a little bit, lose a lot, win a little bit, lose a lot. Sounds like Charlie knows a whole lot more. So than Charlie I knows much, know. the jockeys and shit. I, uh, I quite enjoy it. It's a, it's a nice <laughs> little hobby of
1: mine. Not a big spender, but uh, I like to get around it and do a little bit of study here and there. Keeps me busy. Not too much time on my hands, clearly. <laughs> He's <laughs> studying jockeys. <laughs> like, free to your next. <laughs> I've already been eyeing him. Up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
2: was on the scales this afternoon. I'm eighty. I was eighty eight. Um, now I'm bit back down to 83 83? I, yeah Try to get around that I like to be around that 79, 80 kilos Because yeah, right. I, I still feel heavy at 83, man I'm just short king I'm slowly dropping
0: kilos Slowly I'm yeah. at 97 and a half at the moment Fuck, what were you up to? Oh, 110? Did
2: you hit the
0: 100? Um, I hit the 100 <laughs> last year He
2: fucking plowed through that 100 oh, probably yeah.
0: Last year I did but I haven't been over 100 in almost a year but I've been 98 99 pretty much consistently for the last 12 months. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting,
1: to I'm sitting pretty flat on 90 should be sitting around 83 I'm sitting,
0: 90. yeah I'm sitting at 90. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to get down to about 91 ish 92 ish. So I've got 5 kilos 6 kilos I'm planning on dropping but I don't know. I've started um, taking have you heard of um Joe Rogan talk about athletic greens? Mm-hmm. I started taking pretty much
2: the exact same shit. Yeah. And it's just... It's is, it not, like a, is it like a packet of pills or no, is it it's more... No, a packet of pa- powder. powder.
0: Yeah, and you, you mix it into 150 mils of water and it's just, it does, it's not like anything, like it's not like a pre-workout or a protein or anything. It just contains all your daily amino acids, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, all that shit. You get it all in 150 mil, So like not much more water than what's in my bottle here. So it's good for an audio podcast. But um, <laughs> you you pretty much just put one teaspoon in there, shake it up and drink it. And it gives you your baseline of your daily, all the good shit your body needs. It's already there. So everything else you put in on top of that. So every time you have a piece of fruit and shit, all that good stuff comes in on, and it just adds on top. So instead of trying to work all day to make up this baseline, you get it from the start and then you can pretty much add to it as much as you can so do you feel better for it well i've only i've literally just started that's why i'm off the piss as of literally today's day one six i had my first dose this morning and i'm not gonna have a beer until because the bag the this like the sizing i got of this athletic green stuff is a 30, 30 serving trial so i'll have one serve a day for 30 days and i'll stay off the piss, and then i'll see how i feel after it so what did that cost you it was only 29 bucks something oh yeah not bad so i thought it was worth and may as well just oh, it's no. like a dollar a day and i can do that bang go to the gym exercise as much as possible run around play some touch and stay off the beers and hopefully i'll lose maybe even if i lose two or three kilos and feel a little bit better i might um might be onto something so, so i thought i'd give it a give it a
2: shot anyway i might as well weigh off the piss i'm fucking i'm two months deep and I'll go to the thir- the tenth of December's three months off the piss.
0: Fuck! This is the first time I've ever even tried to get off the piss. Like yeah. I've never even the <laughs> same, <is> bro. Literally <laughs> the first. To- Have but- you gone with it?
2: Um, it was the the biggest thing for me is I noticed. So the reason I do it was was I was getting too bad. I was like I was I was just it was just yeah. coming such a habit to just yeah, drink too. every yeah, fucking okay. night, man, every yeah. night. And then you double down with drinking regularly during the week but then still partying like you weren't drinking during the week like when we were younger you know like when you first start drinking i used to not think about touching it during the week just go to work and shit and then get fucking shit face on the weekend where it turned into like you the culture you're just drinking you're an aussie that drinks every night and then you you double down on the weekend so i just and i was doing it where i was pulling into bottle o's Subconsciously On the way home from work and stuff Then I'll just like Pull through the drive through Walk in Grab a four pack Or the worst thing was When all these IPAs and shit came out Yeah And um Because fucking Brickland I love so much Andy. Especially <laughs> Especially the um the, fee- oh, that the trilogies Trilogies Trilogy man fears. Fuck Because oh, I drink four I I'll drink four of them Like the four normal cans You know like, oh. <laughs> oh, <and> be, <laughs> I mean, It'd be obliterated, just, yeah, just completely just, And loving it But yeah So I was like Fuck it I've got to sort something out So doing this that What I noticed is It's It's not so much You're like Fuck I need a drink It's how much I think about yeah, it yeah, yeah, Like yeah. wake up in the morning and be like Oh where will Where will I get my drinks from tonight Or what will yeah. I have tonight yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yep. But man After it Because I logged it after two weeks, I started sleeping like primo again. So going to sleep, going mm. to bed, going to sleep hard out for fucking seven hours. That was after two weeks of stopping and then started watching the weight coming out of my face and the skin, you know how I'm usually red and rashy. Start and watch that shit go away, and and yeah. So in in about a, about a month into it, then I started noticing I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, mm. because um, yeah, you kind of still still in the back of my mind. I'm like I oh, like I'll, I'll see what happens on that when I I've, because I've given myself the three month goal. Yeah, yeah. But I want to try to so when I go back to it, it's just um, it's just. Definitely, just it like functions or yeah. things to like and, oh, just and, and sit a by few beers, and, yeah. And yeah. yeah, and also drink to remember it, not to always fucking wipe yourself yeah, 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 that was yeah. my problem. I'd come
0: home and I'd just have a, just start having beers by myself, and I'd like take joy in just sitting and blind by yeah. myself, or like pretty much daily. Just oh, as soon as works, you can see knock off. You just like fuck, I can't wait to get to the pub and have a schooner, you know. And yeah. then you're having a schooner at the pub and you have a punt, and then every day you you bury in. 150 bucks or whatever you are in, in your punting and then you're also fucking going home with half a gut full of
2: piss sleeping like shit eating like shit oh and that's one thing just, too when you talk about this gut stuff like oh like your yeah, Athletic Greens it's so perfect to do it as well while you're doing this because yeah. when you're on the piss shit you go into like go to a yeah, motherfucker oh, yeah. and, and when, like and when I when just... I notice now is I could go to I could snap one off and not even have to wipe you know like it, it gets yeah, so right. regular and good is yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, I just thought I'd give it a bit of a change. And I've, as I said, I've never, ever gone off the piss for any amount of time. Like, in my whole life. Since I've we never... started drinking. That's what, like, yeah. I
2: couldn't tell you, like, where I said, even when I was playing, even when, you know, I was playing good footy, I still was drinking, like every weekend, you yeah. know, after footy or if we had a Sunday game it'd be a bit different. But Yeah. Yeah. it's, it's just
0: Yeah, so that's the thing. I'm like even most people I know I've done like a six week challenge or fucking dropped it for eight weeks here or there or whatever and I've just never have. I've always just always drunk pretty much the whole time. So I think that's why I started with a month and I was like fuck I'll do a month and I'll do it well. I'm doing this other shit as well. And then I might if I see a heap heap better fucking improvement in like even sleeping or fucking diet or the way I'm feeling. i got like sort of bad indigestion most of the time when I'm eating. So once I finish eating, I get a bit of a tummy and a couple of burps will come up and so maybe try and subside some of that sort of stuff. Man, and if wh- it works after a month, then maybe you look into just doing a similar sort of thing on longer term and like bringing the alcohol back, but just in a bit more of a controlled way and yeah. moving towards maybe just i obviously still love to fucking have a beer with the lads and have a party and that, but try and do it as a bit more of a contained thing, maybe once a fortnight or once a month or something. You have a bit of a blowout and maybe have a couple of quiet beers on a Friday, but that's about it. Yeah, do it, it, every it day. because
2: you want to, not just, cause it's just because it's just <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and to realise too, if you, like a lot of the times, a lot of the times it's, you get an early knockoff, you knock off at three, you go to the pub, you get home at 7.30 and you're like... Fuck! I would have gone home. Like you feel like you fuck. You never got any time to do anything. But I'm spending fucking thirty hours a week at the pub. You know, like yeah. And I could do. I pretty much would do thirty hours at the pub easy every week at the moment. So I was like, fuck! If I can cut that thirty hours out and put it into sleeping, because that's something mm-hmm. I don't do very much of is sleeping. Or I also put it like into doing something productive would be.
2: Yeah, I also made sure that I started working out more in the mornings because then I'm like, at my nighttime, me would be like, fuck, I don't want to ruin morning me, you know, like I don't yeah, want to yeah. be fucked. So yeah. I noticed that it was a good strategy that I work, I started working out at like five in the morning, not at night. Because if I went from work to working out, then from working out, I just want to get some drinks, yeah, you be, know. Yeah, after Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah but, that's sort of one thing I've always thought about is working out in the morning, but I just, I don't sleep well enough. I never have really been a really good sleeper. So that sort of hurts me a bit and getting up I still gotta get up at four thirty for work most mornings anyway. It'd be so cool to see if I'd you start sleeping
2: up. well again. Man. Yeah,
0: well I've never really slept too well, like pretty much ever in my whole life. Had like consistent, great sleep throughout, and that was even before I was a big drinker. But now I've definitely yeah, don't sleep very well. And I've obviously Even sleep. if you crank one out. Yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should stop cranking them out I've never, <laughs> yeah, never tried that yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, you lads have been watching the World Cup <laughs> Fucking earth, oh, <that's> too, <laughs> too much Yeah, it's yeah. pretty um, lacklustre, eh? The first, uh, what they call them, the group stages yeah. yeah Um, There's a fair few of the good old blowout We love to see in the World Cup So, well, so, um, so yeah, you've had three games that got to 90 Has it been three or two? I think three, <laughs> so but, three but there's yeah. a couple of 80s in there too And 70s, like and these aren't just, um, like, anomalies because there's consistency through it and even with not even some of the smaller nations like Samoa getting beaten by 60-odd in their first run. And, like, it's even like it sort of gets, I don't know, even more interesting seeing sides keep it close. Like, New Zealand only put 48 on Ireland last week and I watched that game and it was definitely didn't look like a, there was that big of a gap between the two sides like Ireland were giving it to them so for New Zealand to score 48 you're like yeah that's alright but fuck you should have been scoring a lot more points and then to this morning New Zealand only just getting the wood over Fiji and Like Fiji yeah. were robbed yeah Fiji were riding it and then get robbed and you're just like fuck New Zealand like are they really that good these other sides are just playing out of their skin or is that a different level again so you got like Australia and England and then you've got your New Zealand, Tonga, and then you've got your your Fiji and New PNG, and then your Samoa. Like, is there really like that many different tiers, or is it Australia, Australia New Zealand, and New England up the top, and then everyone else in this second tier, and then obviously there's Minno nations down the bottom? It's sort of like there's there's a bit
1: of a catch twenty two. Like we all talked about how good a World Cup it was going to be because you've got like those Pacific Island nations getting so much stronger, but it just means there's such a big gap between like them and like your your lower echelon yeah. teams and Like you're your, looking at your France's Islands And, and your, your Scotland yeah, yeah, That's exactly. what you've so, noticed uh, Yeah because
2: oh, yeah. There's more blowouts Because yeah, the teams are better just, And they're playing For their, their islands You exactly. know like Rather yeah. than being over With all Yeah we're in with Australia yeah. and New Zealand Like yeah. because
0: There wouldn't have been Out of the Samoan team And the Tongan team Majority of those Tongan players Would have played for New Zealand If If yeah. um, They weren't playing for Tonga Or the Samoan players There's a few of them That could have played For Australia we would have had Paulo, Papali... Kofusi. Toto, um, Kafusi, oh, like... Suali, <coughs> probably. Or Suali, yeah. sorry. There's a fair wedge of um, <laughs> fair wedge of players that would have been definitely playing for Australia and New Zealand, which would have, again, put those teams up here and pushed another couple of teams down. So um, it's weird. It, it's also weird that it's just these sort of... Like, I'm sure there's going to be enough French people and that, like, all these young fellas that can come through the systems over there in France. Because rugby league's massive in France. Frida, you'd know better than most. And also, like, all the people in England, all these European nations, all the um, Scottish and the French and the Greeks, um, surely we can um, slowly progress these guys through and
2: um, improve the game at a a world stage. Yeah, definitely. It's like, even with France, it's like this way they've been kind of handled and... And like in two, you know, like that game we played against him in 2013, they were ranked fourth in the world then, and then yeah, it's just a de- decline. And especially, like you said, it, it doesn't help these these other these um Islander um teams getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, is, it, is it a
1: yeah. decline for France or is it just a surge yeah. of people oh. playing for you know Tonga and Samoa and?
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a really tough one, but at the same time, you have to keep letting these these guys um compete. Because if they're not competing at these levels, then they'll never get any improvement out of them.
1: Yeah, at least these these quarters and semi-final <laughs> stages should be really enjoyable to watch. Mm. Like, um, I'm really looking forward to tonight's game, Tonga versus Samoa.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, a
2: that's the big one, eh? That's a good one. It's going to be a cracker.
1: I heard something, apparently it's only the second time or third time these two teams have ever played each other in a World Cup.
0: Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Which well, usually sh- they're getting spanked by the other nations mm-hmm. before they can get to a stage yeah. where they play each other. Because they'd usually be, most of the time, split in pools. So, m- historically speaking, <laughs> they were getting spanked out of the competition before they got an opportunity to, to play these blockbuster sort of games. So, it's good exposure for both sides. Also good for the game, because you're seeing these two nations who have a deeply ingrained history going head-to-head. And um, it's it's going to have eyes on it, like, pretty much everywhere like everyone who's interested in rugby league whether you get up tonight and watch it or whether you you're watching replays or highlights tomorrow everyone's going to have a look at it and make sure it was exactly what we thought it would be
2: was it the... Did we see them play each other in the 2017 World Cup? Was that one of the big ones? So it was uh,
0: 2007 and
1: 2018 were the two years that they've played each other. Oh, okay. Um, just so by themselves. In like World Cups. One, yeah, oh, they, World they've, Cup. they've played other internationals against each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, World Cups, this, this will only be the third time they've ever ever met. So, Yeah. Hopefully they bash each other a bit. Hopefully they bash fuck each other. And then the cookies
2: th- are just getting left behind in that race, aren't they? Yeah, they got pumped. <laughs> um... It's going to be
0: interesting to see. What is your boy's take? I've got a really fucking pretty staunch take on this. The <laughs> fact that Australia and New Zealand could never have matched up in the final. Yeah, it's... it's- it is literally... So, the host nation, England's on one side of the pool mm. with Tonga and Samoa. So, they're thinking, if we put Australia and New Zealand over here, no matter what, we have to either get the host or the two up-and-comers in the final. Yeah. It's literally like... For me, that's completely wrong. Like, well, you should have the two best teams playing in the final. It's and completely
2: it, random, though, isn't it? It's. No, they, they, I
0: don't think it's random. I,
2: I don't th- know. How right. do they choose the... They Because the, the, comp- pool, the pools couldn't be no, random.
0: If it was completely random, you'd have st- instances over time where Australia and New Zealand have been in the same pool, or England and they Australia. I have had those instances, though. and like,
1: Australia and New Zealand have finished, like, first, second and met each other because they've gone to opposite sides of the... Draw, I don't. I didn't think sense. it was
0: completely random, eh? I could be wrong. But also, if it was completely random, surely you make it so, no matter what, the best team's going to meet in the final. Like, if you've got Australia and New Zealand who in pool A and B and then C and D are here, you can just make it the winner of these two pools and the winner of these two pools... Go this
1: and tell you what if it if it isn't random it is a bit <coughs> sus because
0: they would have done the draw before
1: all these boys signed up to play for Tonga and Samoa oh yeah which would have given England a pretty much a free ride to the final
0: yeah and um, I saw someone oh, I can't remember who it was I think it was the coach of the Cook Islands women's team saying that the Cook Islands uh, the the English women's team has quite easily the easiest run like. He said every other team's been thrown in the deep end and they're sitting in a spa bath just fucking yeah, right. idling away waiting for the final. It's yeah. like the host nation has just been elevated to a point, especially on the women's side. I don't know, I was too sure about the men's side.
2: Well I don't know, it just it makes sense in the, to have like the host nation in <laughs> like lined up final. for the, yeah, yeah, for the yeah. final because really where where we can play these is is England, um, Australia. Australia. And then jump around to some of the other areas and over here.
1: I did hear chat the other day that they're looking to take... The, not the next one The next one's in France, I think mm-hmm. yeah. The one after They're looking at taking it to the USA the US. yeah, 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 the
0: US are putting for it
1: I
2: did see yeah. Because they put in for Looking at the next one And then they're like No, we'll wait, we'll can that Because we don't have enough interest In our fucking competitions In, in fucking all sorts Which is fucking astray. But I'm Oi, that way I would have That France one would be fucking
1: sick I'd oh, yeah. be so Does is the <laughs> Does the host nation automatically get entry? No They
0: don't because, fuck, you'd hate to get the World Cup and then your team's not playing. And, oh, like, and then we get no, beaten no, by Jamaica it, again. I don't, <laughs> I don't think anyone's guaranteed entry. I think you have to have to qualify. Well,
1: I know Lebanon now definitely qualify for the next one because they made the quarters. Yeah, I think... So yeah they automatic entry into the next World Cup.
0: Which I don't think would be a problem anyway. The yeah, the Lebanese community in Sydney is fucking through the roof. And they're going to be um, improving. And they're still without a couple of good players. They didn't have Alex Twile or a couple of other first graders. There's a few first graders they had that were ruled out through injury, so um, I'm assuming they will be probably the next up-and-comer that's going to do a few more moves, like getting up to maybe your PNG and your, and your Fiji sort of level. Um, but yeah, there's, it's good to see another, another, um, another one of these nations coming up and, and really putting their stamp on it. Hopefully that means the draw can be a little bit more, like the draw for the group stages can be a little bit more um, leveled out, having another nation in there that can genuinely sort of put up a bit of a fight against the big dogs, which means you can have Australia, England, New Zealand, Tonga as your four big dogs in each pool, and then you can have a Samoa, a, a PNG, a Fiji and a Lebanon, and that way you've got two teams that can compete... In essentially every pool. In each pool,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's... Um yeah, I just think that going back to your question about the the fucking the way it lines up with um, uh, what we're we talking about the with the draw, yeah, yeah, because they definitely like just say it is Charlie. You say it's a bit random that there'd have to be some some random that makes something yeah. not random that makes this line up, you know? Because yeah, yeah, oh, but do you see? It's just that with Australia, it's they're just they're going to roll New Zealand and they're going to roll fucking England. I, I, think, just think, I think they'd have to. Quite mate. easily. I you think know? their
0: cool. biggest trouble would be New Zealand, just the size of the forward pack, could trouble Australia. Big, a yeah. A little bit undersized. But in saying that, I don't think there's the consistency in the outside backs, in the halves that um, Australia has. Like Dylan, Br- have- Dylan Brown's unbelievable and can have massive games, but his consistency's been a little bit to his detriment f- for the last couple of years. I like, really
1: reckon England can
0: win it, eh? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I really think they're, they I think it. they're probably the the second favorite behind Australia at the moment. Yeah. Obviously, because New Zealand's got to go through Australia to then play That's them. Tough. So whoever, if Australia get rolled by New Zealand, that means New Zealand's got to beat Australia and England back to back to win a comp. And and New Zealand beating Australia would almost be like their grand final, exactly. And like then you got to go and versus piping hot England because who are England going to face? They're going to face Tonga next week. Like yeah. there's. England are going to pretty much... Do you
1: reckon Tonga do Samoa pretty easily tonight?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think England pump Tonga next week and then cruise through full of confidence. They've scored well over 200 points this tournament and their halves are absolutely fucking killing it. The whole side's humming. They get there and then New Zealand are coming off a fucking battering with Australia and if they beat Australia to then play England or piping hot, I just can't see New Zealand doing it. Whereas I could see Australia... Rolling New Zealand, going against England, and having another fucking another good final like we had last time. It was eight eight nil or eight four or whatever it ended up being last time. So
1: England are in the box seat too. Like they're gonna come <coughs> up against either Tonga or Samoa, who are gonna bash each other tonight, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna come up against Australia or New Zealand, who are gonna bash each other next week. Yep. So they're in. Um, they're yeah, in a good England
0: spot. sort of brews through a little bit, just um, putting the, putting a bit of the business on um, on Lebanon. So
2: hundred mm-hmm. percent. And what, what did Australia do with the lo- that last game? They played clear, Cleary? Cleary at seven. Yeah,
0: Cleary at seven, and Cherry Evans came off the bench. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think not, that'll happen. Me either, yeah, because you've still got to fit Ben Hunt in to the side somewhere. Yeah, Ben, Hunt ben That play, Ben Hunt-Harry so. Grant combo, them rotating through is fucking crucial. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's unbelievable. Especially against New Zealand, who have got a massive forward pack. You have a big, big forward pack, and we bring Harry Grant on 25 minutes into the half. Yeah. He's just going to start lighting them up, and... Australia needs that point of difference, whereas New Zealand their point of difference is their size. But size can be overcome with a fucking good a good game plan, a quality defence, and a, and a like an attacking outfit like Australia is. So Australia's game plan come out of the line, aggressive and hard. And it's not like we're completely undersized. We've still got. Lindsay Collins, Pat Carrigan, all these blokes who are big, strong, fit boys that are going to come out. Regan Campbell-Gillard. Tino will give it to him. Tino's a big motherfucker. Like, Reuben Cotter might be undersized, but he fucking plays well above his weight. Like, well, it looks like he, he won't even get a run. Yeah. All so these Queenslanders, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much of a throbbing do you have? <laughs> so, yeah, I think Australia will just have to battle fire with fire in the size department and just try and... just. Be as big and strong as you can in the forward pack because we know our outside backs will just fucking run laps around theirs, especially with Cleary and Munster in the halves and Teddy at the back. Like, fuck, yeah. Come on, who's stopping that? And your centre's you got Luttrell and Holmes. Yeah, well, that's my oh, next question.
1: Fuck. Are you going to go Luttrell and Holmes or do you they reckon they're going to pick Whiten and move
0: Val to a wing? Oh, you, you have to pick Holmes at centre, I think. He's shown how good he is. And he's... Probably He was probably the best centre all year last year. Who gets your uh, wing spot then, Campbell Graham or luggy? Campbell Graham. Okay. I reckon. Oh, Tuoluggie, if they picked Tuoluggie, it wouldn't be mad, but Campbell Graham is so safe. Just literally safe as houses. Never drops it. Defensively sound. Six foot fucking six. Good under the high ball. Like, yeah, I'd I'd be picking him. You're in a side that's already got millions of meters out of the backfield that's got fucking all the flash all the fucking this and that you just want your winger to catch the high ball catch it when it's kicked to him for a try and come defensively against against his opposite so
1: you be spewing if you Campbell Graham if he if he does get that wing spot goes on to win a world cup Come next year, state of origin, he won't even get picked on the wing. No. Like, no. it's just no way, crazy to no. think, hey?
0: Well, Adekar didn't get picked on the wing for no. Fuck it, he He's will the lead, next year. Leading the convent trials. Oh, yeah, he will next Surely. year. This is what Brad Fittler's a dud. Shouldn't have, should never have been coaching him. He's too <laughs> about his fucking hippie, ethnic, we'll pick this, we'll do this, we'll try something. Just, it's rugby league, mate. Stick to what's always worked. You pick the best players and you let them play, you know? Like. He picked Daniel Tupo just because he likes Daniel Tupo and he's tall. And he's too worried about Queensland picking two tall wingers. when Daniel Tupo had a shocker in Game 3, the poor bloke. Let's pick Daniel Tupo
1: because he's big and tall and then not kick to him once.
0: (laughs) Not kick to him once. Queensland find the ground around him, make him turn around, make him move. And then all he was worried about then, all he was worried about picking the side was, oh shit, Queensland have got some big boys instead of just going who gives a fuck we've got the fox and toy like who gives a shit and yeah him just worrying about us constantly has been his detriment like in the last 5 years they should have won all five series oh 100 the 2020 series we won was outrageous and this year was just as outrageous we did it with a rookie 58 no cam monster and we lost two blokes in the opening 65 seconds or something and we were down to 15 the whole game. We had no right to win it. Oatsy running around. <coughs> Dozer breaking it. everyone's <laughs> heart from New Zealanders. Go Dozer. Had no fucking right to win either of those series. And now Fitler's three three wins, two losses, and he was gifted the most fucking jam-packed, stacked side you could imagine. When he took over the reign, he's got Tom Trevojevic, Latrell Mitchell, Nathan Cleary, fucking Damien Cook, all these guys who were... Best in position at the time, by a mile, and if if Queensland had that, we would be fucking running undefeated. But when we did have that, we went eight in a row. <laughs> he dug, didn't even yeah. look like losing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What did we do? We went eight in a row, lost one, then won two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Ten of eleven or whatever.
2: Yeah. Mm. Fucking
0: Good time to be a Queenslander it, <laughs> queen. yeah, <laughs> it was a good time to be going growing up It was a good time to be growing up Going to school up. And there was always oh. This couple of weird kids Who were coming blue Just yeah. like You're an idiot Your yeah. Like, yeah. state sucks <laughs>
2: oh, I'm just going to put it out there And then you had those Fucking wankers That would be You could see the tide Was turning a bit And then it was kind of cool To go for Blues, yeah, 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 Like, there's there's uh, like you know, I used to love when kids would
1: rock up to school in their New South Wales jersey and be yeah. talking about their chances, and I'd just sit there, fucking, you yeah. know, what.
0: you didn't even, you weren't even, especially like our age, you wouldn't even have been concerned. Yeah. I wasn't concerned at all, it's just Queensland win, yeah, do, you em- do you remember the years with, what they do. with our
2: jersey, um, Prezzo, what well, you know, how they used to put on Channel 9 or something, show that how we're kind of flexing where the. They they made it like a bit of a show, and mm. for every play, they had their own theme song as they were getting up. Like I remember Lockyer's was because it was his last s- series, and it was like the final countdown or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and and but it was it was really they were just so confident. They're like, we'll do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, imagine you wouldn't you wouldn't need to be insecure or unconfident or anything when you're trotting out a spine with Darren Lockyer, Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, Billy Slater. Coop Conk on the bench. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Craig Inglis <laughs> in the centres, Justin Hodges on the other side. Yeah. At, at one point, we had the entire Australian back line. Yeah. It's just just like Why the fuck would we not be extremely, just outrageously confident in our ability? And that was probably one of the things that led us, because New South Wales are always like, they were confident they could come and cause an upset, but that's all they were thinking about is how they're the underdog and they got to try and do something to break this curse. Whereas Queensland were just like, we're just better than you.
2: Like, and yeah. what about how we're kind of we're worried about our hookers, right? We're like, Oh what's gonna happen after Smith and stuff? Yeah. Now we've it's the two it's, best hookers two in the world. Because people are actually acknowledging that Ben Hunt, yeah, he's a fucking hooker and he's a really good one. yeah it's
0: not even close. They're the two best hookers by a while. Yeah, like yep. Corusia's probably third, third. Yeah.
2: but yeah. he's not Harry Grant and he's no. not Ben Hunt. Grand man, the ability he has to shrug tackles like a monster yeah. and keep his feet and, like, roll them off, it's...
0: His balance, his balance and timing is ridiculous. The way he fucking scoops that ball stays so low to the ground. He can brush a marker and an A defender either way in the space of three steps and not, not have his center of gravity any fucking... Yeah. Any further than optimal is just absolutely ridiculous. And he's... He's not just coming out and running and just showing that for nothing. He's coming out and he's always got options. Bring someone with him. And sometimes when he does get too close, he kids popping little short balls, or he can throw a nice long nut.
1: He seems to just (laughs) always have his left foot hanging out, like he's going to kick it too. Like every stride, it's like is he
0: kicking? Is he kicking? Yeah. And the people fucking all the defenders don't know what to do because if it's there, he'll kick it. He's not. He's not afraid to just Mm -hmm. drop it on the toe and have a crack.
2: He's fucking good at that quick
0: drop. He's he's, so good. Recently, this year especially, started improving and pushing in a kicking game. Like a long kicking game. Kicking from... That 40-20 he kicked in the um,
1: early stages of the World Cup was a perler.
0: Yeah, he comes out from hooker and just from inside his own end will just punch it down into a corner early in the set. Other teams aren't expecting it. The half isn't dropped back, so the wingers aren't adjusting. You're finding space in the corners when the wingers are up and you're making the fullback do all those metres couple of blokes got to get behind the ball. That's if it doesn't go out and you win field position. So, geez, mm. genius. And the way he goes about it is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and at like the you know. start of his career, he was an average-ish defender for a hooker. And he's just improved that out of sight too. So, when he first came in, he was doing all that, but missing four or five tackles a game, defending in the middle. Making 30, but missing four or five. Where now he's making his 27 and missing one or two. They just bring his missed tackle count down. He's not trying to get involved in so many contacts he doesn't need to be, which is why his tackle count, tackle average is probably go down a bit. It's all about conserving that energy, like getting into a tackle you don't really need to be in to then be two seconds late back to A, to then be missing that inside shoulder tackle on the next one so yeah that's save, what it's about yeah. like
2: cameron smith um although he was one of the fitter can see out there always but he was just the expert of when to use his energy yeah. like he was when to get involved yeah. when to come in late to a tackle not use much energy but get to help him get him down you yeah know? He
0: used to, yeah walk to dummy half like it's yeah. a t- old mate pass it old mate to be running he just walked and then by the time the tag would come, he pretty much wouldn't ever give up his walk, pick it up, bang, straight again. And he just conserved. And then defensive sets, he was 100 mile an hour. And then the whole way back, if they kick deep, he knows the fullback's going to be hooker for first and second. Yeah. So he'll conserve his energy with a nice jog instead of sprinting his guts out to get back yeah. and talk, get to hooker, even though there's a hooker there. You know, Talk like, to the yeah. ref at every stoppage, just delay yeah, yeah, it a just bit. Just <laughs> delay a couple of seconds down. Every single scrum, he'll just fucking take a second. Like yeah
2: Genius Absolute genius <laughs> um, We'll go to fucking We got one question From the mechanic oh, How do the boys man. feel About the fact That Knights have to Sit out magic round Next year To make way For Redcliffe to play And how do they See us uh, See us playing against Well we've talked about that uh, yeah. But with the Oh yeah I, I was just reading this before When I was going through um, NRL.com and shit So because We're um, oh, What's the intended. with the Magic round
0: yeah. So is it because there's an odd number of teams? Yeah, yeah, chance, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. obviously with the expansion, we've gone yeah. from a, an even number to an odd. So we're going to have to. Someone's going to miss out. So they
2: well, just look at the they just look at the TV so ratings they, and they they're like Newcastle the draw. draws the least. Uh, yeah. for
0: <laughs> <them>. <laughs> so is that what's happening? Did have they announce that? Did it announce Newcastle's not getting it? Well, said rumours
2: set <laughs> to miss out Magic Rounders NRL force into big draw call. Oh, uh,
0: Okay. That's wild. Though. You just you wouldn't expect Newcastle to be the team to miss out. No, well,
1: I I would have just grabbed the team that scored the most least points last year or something. Yeah, said, I would have just expected
0: yet. if you're going to go the first way, like you just whoever got the spoon misses out. Or don't make New Zealand fly over. Yeah, give them a week at home with their families. But in. then again, New Zealand would probably want as much exposure as possible. And they, obviously, there'll be some revenue that, to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be some exposure to be had. Obviously, and we
2: want like Logan and stuff to go to Magic Round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need the Sunny bank Boys to head down. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you are going to be fair, like you came last, so you miss out, you know, or yeah. something like that, because you can't just go. Right, oh, Newcastle doesn't get it because Newcastle has a very very wide network in the central central coast following. sort of um central coast region, New South Wales, and they're a pretty hard rugby league city. They fucking pack twenty thousand into McDonald Jones Stadium every single weekend, whether they're winning or not. Like you wouldn't think they'd be the ones to miss out. Like if you thought about it. The fairest way is go, right, you came last year out. But if you're not going to do that, you've got to think about it systematically where we've got X amount of teams in Sydney, like surely one of the Sydney teams can miss out. So you don't miss that whole thing. If you say Melbourne, you can't play, obviously not many Victorians watch the game, but now none are going to watch it. And if you take all the Newcastle fans out, you've got the whole of that Central Coast, Newcastle region. A lot of them are staunch knights. They're never going to watch it. Kick the Bronx out, you won't get anyone from Brisbane going to Suncourt. Know, it'd be just strange,
2: yeah.
0: It's almost like kicking the Cowboys out because they're just—they're the same thing. They're the up there. They have so much of that area of Queensland. It's ridiculous. Newcastle, the same. There's all these teams in Sydney and in Wollongong, and then the whole northern and everything from fucking Gosford up is um Newcastle. Mm. Have that whole region, and everyone up there is staunch Newcastle. Or the ones without teeth are still in South
2: Sydney. Yeah, if I think <laughs> about teams I could not give a fuck about watching. Canberra falls in there. <laughs> um, dragons fall in there for some reason besides Hunt. Tigers are top of <laughs> tigers, tigers definitely fall in, in there. <laughs> no, but this year I kind of enjoyed watching, seeing how bad they could get. Yeah, um, it's
0: like watching a dumpster fire, right, Yeah, yeah. Where your house starts burning down, you yeah. just can't stop looking at it. Just like, yeah, it, it, it was like
2: that Woodstock it. 99 documentary. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which Um, was also sick. I did that fucking off its head. biscuit just killing it. Fucking Oh Oh, that was a fucking good outfit. Yeah. Love it. Oh yeah, that's it. I was fucking (laughs) (laughs) sick. But um no, that was sick. That was good. Everyone on here who hasn't watched Train Wreck on Netflix, do yourselves a favour. It's just the story of Woodstock ninety nine. Trying to recreate peace and yeah, love. Yeah, you watch it, Charlie. Yeah. Nah, oh, it's fucking sweet. It's some man. homework for you. First episode, yeah. like
2: all about. I think he's got a lot of corn <clears throat> in it because Jonathan Davis have actually yeah. gets interviewed. Um, yeah. Biscuit obviously doesn't take an interview. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they are. Stay. Yeah. Like, oh, we probably shouldn't get. Nah, Jonathan Davis took an interview
0: and he was fucking sick. I loved. I always loved corn and just he cemented my love for corn. And I like Jonathan Davis because he he owns a massive charity that feeds sh- like. One of the largest amounts of underprivileged kids in the world. His charity's huge, and he's only started, like he started all that because his wife died of a uh, overdose, and he's got a um, impaired son as well. I'm pretty sure. So he's actually a really good bloke. He just makes some really fucked up songs, and um, oh, that was sweet just, though. Oh fucking sweet! And when oh, they yeah. started, they started with blind. It's like na na na. The whole crowd's just and that banana fuck their vibes that were fucking going on cunts are shooting fireworks and the duck and like there's just fireworks coming out of the crowd the crowd's 150,000 people and i was just like ah, fuck, get me to woodstock hey eh? when's um
2: when's aaron carter bringing out a new cd aaron who <laughs> <Get> <laughs> you. did you did not see it Oh no. like today like overdose today like died um, oh. <laughs> uh, you know r.i.p R. Nick, R. R. nick nick carter's younger brother the card from the Backstreet Boys? Fuck, <laughs> I'm oh, Fuck, I'm old, eh? Ah, ah, hey. You just talking about the Backstreet Boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't man, actually uh, just... <laughs> that's gold. Yeah, just stuff on my current, my pop music currently. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It
0: comes up top because Meta knows you love your fucking Backstreet
2: Boys. <laughs> oh, man, let's wrap this bitch up. I'm fucking tired for some reason.
0: Yeah, I'm Mac day. And that was a... Almost a sneaky little hour. It was, yeah. It's That's gone. good. We we'll have to make sure we're more it's pushed consistent. over. Yeah. Sorry to the fans that um that have been. It's all Dano's fault. So it is actually my fault. I um I've been away and I haven't been consistently here enough to um to record. I've been getting messages, messages from our boy Danny William, a couple of other couple of other people asking when we'll be on couple of the boys down at Mitchy just saying, fuck, if I hear Freddie talk about a solo podcast again, you're going to have to burn <laughs> your house to the ground. So lucky we're here to do this, so your house is safe for another couple of weeks. Um, shout out to everyone. Shout out to Brick Lane. Shout out to Charlie, who's hooking us up. Shout out to Overexertion with The Apparel. Yeah. Um head over to the site 'cause there the link for our apparel, Any Given Monday merch is on the site as well. I think the link's also just in our Instagram yeah, now in for the, the thing. But oh, we bio. gotta get that one going. Yeah if you do. just
2: send me that email. Oh,
0: I've sent it to you. I'll send it to you tonight. But um yeah, head over, just go to the link in our bio and you can buy some Any Given Monday shirts. People always ask me how to get some shirts and some fucking all that sort of shit. So just go there, click on it, it's fully customizable. You can put our logos on your back, your front, Mm. like you you can change, you can put all the logos, you can put one or none, and you can pick whatever shirt, color, size, all that shit you want, so fully customizable, and it's it's cheap, we don't make any money off it, it's all just cost price, so um, go in and do that, and get some merch, and hopefully we see us around, Um, shout out to Freedy, shout Shout out to Charlie, straight back in the dungeon, like nothing ever happened, Um, shout out to West Mitchie Opens, Shout out to Reese Titty, and uh, go fuck yourself, (laughs) Cheers. Make sure you don't be mercenary.